Support for How in the Hell Did I Get Here comes from the Anti-Opiate Medical Alert Bracelet, designed to educate, create awareness, prevent addiction, and help stop re-addiction. Search Etsy.com for the Anti-Opiate Medical Alert Bracelet and use the code PODCAST to save 15% on your purchase. It's Kim. I just wanted to pop in before we get going this week to say how freaking excited we are about you sharing and reviewing the show. We literally have listeners now in almost every state and about 25 countries. What? It only takes minutes to share or review the show. And heck, we don't even care if you just hit the five-star thing on iTunes and call it done. It's a huge deal to us. My sisters and I chat all day long over text, and when a new review shows up, we lose our minds. It means a lot to us because each one of those reviews helps someone else decide to listen and laugh along with all of us. And the whole reason we are doing this show and showing up here every week is because of you tuning in every week. So please review and share the show, like right now. No, really, pause the show and go do that. No, really, go to howinthehellpodcast.com, click the Apple button, and leave a review. We'll wait for you. Go on. Who doesn't love getting a new car? Especially a brand new car. Jenny has that experience in today's first story. But what she has to live through beforehand and afterwards is some true how in the hell did I get here craziness. Thank goodness she's also living on an idyllic hobby farm at this time and has some new and adorable baby goats to keep her mind off everything that's going on. If you hear anyone else talking about Rocky 1 and Rocky 2, it's safe to assume they're talking about Sylvester Stallone's classic films. However, if you overhear a conversation between any one of the sisters, you realize pretty fast it's not Sylvester, but something else. In this case, a raccoon. Well, actually two raccoons that lived as family pets, named Rocky 1 and then Rocky 2. We were not generally so unimaginative in our pet naming. Anyway, these raccoons were adored by the man we like to refer to as Crazy Larry, or most often Dad. If you've been listening, you'll remember him from the fun grandma episode and also the time he shoots Jenny. Be sure to listen, if you haven't, to Pregnant Cat, Gunshot Wound, Christmas Present. Okay, on with the show. This is Kim A. Floden, and welcome to How in the Hell Did I Get Here? Quick note, as always, this episode includes swear words. Jenny has to get a new car for reasons which become obvious and it's great because she loves her brand new Honda CRV. Sadly, it doesn't take long to figure out that it is cursed. Of course, it's cursed. Fortunately, she also has the distraction of new baby goats at their hobby farm. This story also illustrates why the sisters think Jenny is such a badass. This and other stories. Um, I think you'll see what I mean when you listen. You remember we had goats on the farm. Oh my God, they were the cutest thing. We got these three little baby pygmy goats. 
and we got them as early as you could get them and we had the fence all set up and everything ready for them and we put collars on them and they were so stinking cute that you know we'd bring them out into the yard and let them play and then we put them back into their fenced in area and well god i should probably back up a little bit because (laughs) i do this every story i tell so earlier in this year in the winter i had um rolled our minivan in some bad weather bad snow slushy snow i totally remember that that was freaky it was. I got very lucky that I was not very injured from well, that accident. Well, Jenny, I mean, okay, I'm just going to interject because you'd like blithely sent off an email after it was all over to the rest of us. And, and I think you went to work that day, you weirdo. It's I like did. Roll I, had your a, well, I, had a, I had a new job. I was, I had just oh taken this God. position. So I had to go. Okay, I hope you got freaking employee of the month. I mean, <laughs> didn't you have, weren't you hanging upside down in your car? I was, and then I Holy had to, I, they were calling like the jaws of life, but I realized oh I, I could drop out of my seatbelt and like crawl across the, what was then the roof, well, it was the floor of the car, but it was really the roof of the car and just crawl out. And because I couldn't get either doors open because I was in this gully, but I was able to get the um, trunk, like the back hatch open. And so I got out and I mean, I was not injured at all, but I got, yeah. Well, I got out and then there was a blood everywhere. I was covered in blood and I'm like, I don't, nothing hurts. Where's all this blood coming from? And oh my God. What, yeah, what later I realized it was from crawling through the roof of uh-huh. which the floor slash roof of the van. Right. Well, the windshield had broken in. And so right. there was just that tiny little glass everywhere. My hands were just sliced up. Yeah, all the blood was from my hands, but I was otherwise unharmed and totally fine. So I, they said, well, it's a rollover. So you have to go to the ER because they consider that automatic probability yeah, of die. a die. Well, probability of like a head injury right and I I just signed off and said no I'm positive it was slow motion rollover I'm positive I didn't hit my head (laughs) it was I mean I understand I've had slow motion falls and people have seen me do it so they did just take me home and then uh, you know I just took like an hour to myself to kind of compose myself hour I would have taken two weeks off work after that (laughs) are you kidding and then, in, yeah, and then I took the other car into work and everything was fine except for my blood, <laughs> bloody hands. <laughs> yeah, and my blood pressure when I read your email. Yeah, so later I had to get a new car because, you know, uh-huh. I, we needed something reliable. So the next day we ended up buying a brand new CRV. The CRV came with a curse, it would seem, because <laughs> <laughs> we bought it and I loved it. You know, it was this great little tiny little SUV. Our badass sister, Jenny, has literally lived through a rollover in her Honda Odyssey minivan, then escaped like a ninja and still reported for work after taking an hour for herself. Excuse me, who in the hell does that? Jenny does. Now she's got a new car and it's cursed. Stay tuned. Hey, it's Kim, and I just want to say that the fact that you are listening just blows our minds. Thanks so much. I also wanted to ask you if you'd like to become a producer on the show. Yeah, you, a podcast producer. How do you do that? Well, you just hop over to patreon.com, search for How in the Hell Did I Get Here, and sign up to support us. There's all different levels over there with lots of fun perks. This is an independent podcast, so when you support us, you are truly helping to produce the show. And it's pretty cool to say that you're a podcast producer, right? 
head to Patreon. Make it happen. It doesn't take long before the curse of the CRV gets real interesting. Back to our story. I think it was like a week and a half after we got it, Scott had his first big piano recitals and it was storming like crazy. And as we left our house and we're driving the little three miles in, it starts hailing like really no. motherfucking hailing. Yeah, it was <laughs> serious it. hail. I know. So, I mean, like we, ha- I knew we had to be there and this was a planned concert. Lots of people I'm like, we're just going to go. So we go, we had to pull over at one point because we couldn't even see to drive. It was raining so hard and hailing so hard, but we ended up making it in with for sure hail damage on the new car. Right. We got to the concert. All, all the people are there except for the woman who's the piano instructor. And she lived like blocks from the church, but they never left their house because of the hail. So they got there like 20 minutes late, which I thought was funny, <laughs> ironic. Right. Because they didn't, they didn't want to get their older automobile <laughs> hail damage. And you're and like, like hail or Christ. no hail. We're getting I know. I'd like, I didn't want to wreck <laughs> Scott's first recital. So <laughs> we're there with hail damage. I mean, ter- it's all over the whole car. All the chrome, all the actual metal of the car, everything is t- just, it's pockmarked, right? <laughs> we get back home afterwards, and I'm looking at the car, and I'm just like, uh, whatever, you know, we'll just, we'll keep the damage, we'll take the check. And so we did that. So we got the check from the hail damage, and then it wasn't maybe a month later, and I'm walking out of the kitchen, CRV is parked right outside of the kitchen, and I see this, like, scratch mark like up and down up and down <laughs> just that. this big scratch mark all yes. from the back of the crv on uh-huh. the passenger side all up and down all the doors all the way up to the front of the car and i <laughs> like you got keyed yeah exactly like somebody was doing a right. very nice in your farmhouse driveway right where nobody <laughs> ever comes and i went oh, what happened to the car and anna goes oops sorry what she was four or five years old you know she's little still and she's you know she's Anna so she goes yes sorry I go what do you mean and she goes well I found this like piece of metal or glass or something in the driveway and I just picked it up and I just I was drawing on the car so she just you know picture a little girl like yes up and down up and down across the whole car Uh uh-huh so yeah. I, I ended up taking it in to get to, to a body shop and I got that cleaned up. We left the hail damage because that was mostly on the top. But it, like finally I'm restored to a decent looking, almost brand new vehicle. <laughs> now spring is totally sprung, right? It's spring. We have these baby goats. They're so cute. And I was outside mowing the lawn and they were really well behaved like they didn't run off you know we had a big place so they just stayed local and hung around the yard and I was mowing the lawn and they were just running around and I I, our yard was five acres yeah just the mowed part so I get done with part of it and I'm exhausted it's hot and I sit down in a lawn chair in the driveway to play with the goats and I'm drinking a can of beer or a bottle of beer I don't know which it was you're drinking drinking a beer beer. (laughs) and I hear the house phone ring because this is still back a long time ago. We saw right. the house phone. Right. So I go running into the house, answer the phone, 
take care of that. I come out and I realize the goats had tipped over my beer and they had completely drank the whole beer because it had pooled in the lawn chair. It was a, and so they got, you know, a little bit crazy. Yeah. A little bit drunk. And, um, I'm like, whatever, I get myself a new beer and I start mowing the lawn again. Now I get done with another whole section of the lawn. I'm hot and tired again. (laughs) And I come up and the three fucking goats are taking turns headbutting the side of me. <laughs> They're headbutting their own reflection. It's that farmer's insurance commercial, which they totally ripped off for me. Because these three goats are taking turns standing up in the shiny new side of my vehicle, headbutting their own reflections over and over and over in the side of the CRV. I'm not even sure where the first Rocky came from, but he was stinking cute. I mean, I think he was a baby raccoon. He was adorable and quite a character, as you can hear in Jenny's story. Then I share the story of Rocky, too, and how he was adopted into the family. Stay with us. You had come down to visit mom and dad, and I was there. You know, I had just bought a house in Rochester, but I was there because you were home. And I had brought a six-pack of Mike's Hard Lemonade. And we were drinking it, and this is when they had the first of their two pet raccoons, Rocky the raccoon. And so we're sitting in the kitchen drinking our drinks, and we had gone outside. I think Mom wanted to show us something outside, maybe in her garden or whatever. But So we left our cocktails there, come back in, and the raccoon is sitting like slumped, like slouched with his legs spread, the glass between his legs, up against a wall, and just like... <laughs> Oh my God, I wish we had a picture. Just scooping out handfuls and drinking this Mike's Hard Lemonade. And so right away, I'm like, Rocky. And he, <laughs> startled, he gets he gets up, kind of. He's obviously inebriated. And he tries running away, but he's so drunk that he has to lean against the wall oh to God. stay upright <laughs> in his attempt to run away. Yeah, I think he was just trying to get into the other room, but he had to follow the wall. So he ran away like he ran the whole perimeter of the house, basically. <laughs> up against the wall trying to get away and I don't know if it was oh that God. time or a different time but also we came in and um I had a pack of cigarettes in my purse and I couldn't find the cigarettes and I couldn't find Rocky and I'm like if you're telling me that freaking raccoon was smoking cigarettes <laughs> no he wasn't but I, we finally found him he was hiding behind the couch eat eating a whole he ate a whole pack of cigarettes <laughs> oh yeah. no he lived through it. Yeah, they're they're kind of like goats too. <laughs> yeah, you know nothing can kill a raccoon. Somebody ran over that raccoon in our own driveway. Is that how he passed? I was wondering what happened to poor Rocky. Nope, he didn't die that way. No, he didn't. He wasn't even hurt. I think it just ran over his head, and their heads are like concrete. Oh my god. Um, whatever happened to him? He maybe just wandered off one day because, you know, the hormones. It's not like he was neutered. He probably just took off one day to wild oats. Yeah, I think that's what happened to the other one, too. What was the second one's name? I'm pretty sure it was also Rocky. <laughs> Rocky, too. Insert We've never double-named pets before, as far as I know. Yeah, Dad and that raccoon. He loved that. St- the second one, particularly. Well, it saved his life. Well, from what I understood of the second raccoon is the one he was leaving the farm 
and he saw it on the side of the road. The mom was dead. He picked it up and took the raccoon home and, you know, then raised it as, as his own. And then, um, he was out on the farm on your tractor, you know, clearing a path or something. And the raccoon got, was like on his shoulder but it climbed up over his head oh, and like yeah. either pushed his hat down or got up over it. He couldn't see anyway. So he was on the tractor. The tractor is moving. The raccoon is like, he can't see. And so he like go, comes to an abrupt stop. And as he did, a huge branch fell out of the tree. And he said if, if he hadn't, yeah, if that raccoon hadn't gotten, made him stop right then, he probably would have been killed. And yeah. the raccoon. Yeah. Yeah, so it was like he saved the raccoon and the raccoon saved him. I mean, yeah, yeah, and he freaking loved that raccoon. I remember because he, he and mom came in to visit shortly after the raccoon had run off. And, um, <laughs> yeah, he showed me his arms and they were like, they looked like he had been attacked. And I was like, what the hell happened to you? He's like, and he teared up. He was like, oh, that's the last time he got me. <laughs> Well, and he was on blood thinners too by the time they had the second one, so it was like not a good. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a good combination. No, No. but he was like, "It's the last time you got me." I'm like, "Oh my god!" Thank you so much for listening. Today's show was produced by Kim A. Floden with help from our producers who are supporting the show through Patreon.com and Ko-Fi.com. If you're interested in helping us produce the show, head on over to Patreon or coffee.com. This week's show features my sister Jenny Gardner and myself. So, I was able to find the email from Jenny regarding rolling her Honda Odyssey, and I think it's fair to say that we're all grateful for the zone of safety technology and that she was okay. However, the emails between her and the other sisters are hilarious and so nonchalant that you're going to want to read them in the show notes on our website at howinthehellpodcast.com. We want to thank our sponsor, the Anti-Opiate Medical Alert Bracelet. Save 15% with the code PODCAST on Etsy.com. Search for Anti-Opiate Medical Alert Bracelet or use the link in our show notes. Our music was found on YouTube's Creator Library. The artist is Silent Partner, and our theme song is Seventh Floor Tango. And our ad music is Blue Skies. Meet you back here next week for more How in the Hell Did I Get Here stories. Until then, pay attention, my friends. You just never know when you might find yourself saying, How in the hell did I get here? So there was a commercial, like a farmer's farmer's. We should find that. Mm-hmm. It's it's out there. I see it all the time, and I'm like, they totally. I've told these. I've told so many people this story. They totally ripped that off from me. <laughs> yeah, you want residuals on that one? I totally do. Mm-hmm.